What did we just watch, Amy? We just watched Skyscraper. Skyscraper. 2018 action movie film. Like, I know we just watched this movie, but I almost just called it Earthquake in my head. Well, I have a confession to make. Yeah. For the first couple days when you suggested watching this, because we got it from the library. You got it from the library. I just assumed it was San Andreas Fault. (laughs) (laughs) Which is another... It's another movie. Dwayne Johnson disaster movie involving um, big buildings, skyscrapers. Did it have big buildings in it? I I thought in the previews there were like him jumping off of buildings. I mean, there easily could have been. I've never seen San Andreas. I haven't seen it either. Yeah, 2015 disaster film. Not this movie. Written by Carlton Coos, or Coos, I don't know how you say his last name. The guy who made Lost. Oh, okay. One of the guys. There was a lot of people involved in Lost, but he was. It was him and David Damon Lindelof made Lost. Lost, and they've both gone on to do other things. Damon Lindelof made The Leftovers, which I've heard really good things about, and another show that came out recently. But that is not the movie. That's we not watched. the movie we watched. <laughs> San Andreas is about an earthquake, so I think that maybe where this was coming from in my brain also. It's well, it's a disaster movie, and yeah. Skyscraper is a disaster movie. I have another confession. Yeah. Anytime now I see Dwayne Johnson in a film, I just expect him to like it to be a comedy to yes. eventually for him to break. But yeah. It's not break the fourth wall, but like to. Well, we've learned that Dwayne Johnson is a great comic actor. Because <laughs> yes. when I watch him, all I can think is like of Baywatch. Yeah. And or Jumanji. Jumanji. Like strong comedic roles. Well, he was, so I was looking at the director of this, was written and directed by Ross and Marshall Thurber. Right. Which is quite a name. Who previously wrote and directed Cinder- Central Intelligence. Yeah, I just saw which that. Which was a Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart comedy. Yeah. And Dodgeball, a true underdog story. Oh, I don't think Jane Johnson was in that. No, but it's weird to me that the same creative mind who made Dodgeball, which is a movie I love. I unapologetically think Dodgeball is hilarious. Um, To go from that to this is uh, a direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But it's always fun to watch and wait for him to do the comedy. He didn't didn't have a lot of comedy bits. He didn't, he didn't, but we laughed at several parts because it was so ridiculous what they were. Oh, (laughs) gosh. I think the one I laughed the hardest at was... Action sequences. Well, the action sequences are also very funny. They were were ridiculous in in a good way, in a fun way. Um, But there was, I have to go look at, like, if, if I wrote down what the quote was... Um, I just wrote his response. Somebody was like, towards the end of the movie, he's like, we're never going to be able to accomplish this. You know, that vault is impenetrable. Whatever they were trying to get into, the penthouse. And like, there's this big swell of music and the camera zooms in on Dwayne's face and he says, maybe. (laughs) I thought it was the part where he's like, my family is in there. No, that was good too. But the maybe line just broke me because of how serious everything was. And, like, this was supposed to be, like, a big action moment. And he just says, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe it's impenetrable. I guess we'll find out. I don't know. <laughs> that one I Yes, my family's in there. It was also real good. Very, very cliche. Yeah. 
Well, I joked when this movie came out that it was Die Hard in a building. Yeah, no. (laughs) And and it kind of was. Yeah, which is is especially funny because Die Hard was Die Hard in a building. And then Die Hard in an airport. And then Die Hard in New York City. And then after that, that kind of fell off. But there's lots of other movies that have been Die Hard on an X. Yes. Yes. Speed 2 was Die Hard on a boat. Yeah, but this was in a skyscraper. Yeah, so it was Die Hard in a building. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But it was a bigger building than Die Hard. It was the biggest building in the world. Yes, it was very Um, big. It was a very big... 300 stories, roughly. Yeah, yeah. And they did not... They didn't establish what the pearl at the top of it was like what special was about it. Like, why it's, did this exist other than to make an action sequence that made zero sense at the end of the movie? Because the so the there's like a ball at the very top of the building uh-huh, the sitting pearl. between two spires, and in the beginning of the movie, the 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 billionaire who built it yeah. is like this is what makes this building so special and then a bunch of tv like high-tech tvs come out of the floor and it becomes a hall of trick mirrors and that's supposed to be what's so amazing about it well and then all the other screens turn it's like you're standing in in space like you're standing up and you're floating which you don't need to do at the top of a building when it's cameras anyways like you (laughs) You did it at at any level (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't need to be because you're not standing on plexiglass. You're standing on plasma TVs reflecting what cameras outside are seeing. So I was. Yeah, why does it need to be up top? Just put the camera up there. I. That was the part that made the very least amount of sense in a movie where Dwayne Johnson didn't make a lot of sense. But, yeah, that one... Well, I was like, this is weird. Like, why are the TVs in the floor? Like, yeah. what does that serve? But, yeah, you could just put the cameras anywhere. Yeah. So the effect is, like, when you go to a tall building where you step out on the, like, plexiglass yeah. balcony, except this was... It's like it made the building invisible. Yeah. You couldn't so see any building. it looked like you were, however, into space. Yeah. Like... But yeah, that if it, the TV were <laughs> so I I don't know what was special. I don't know what was special about that. You're right. Uh, yeah, there's not a good answer to that one, Amy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Dramaturgically, it had to exist for the very last action sequence to yes. take place, but only for the TVs to come out of yeah. the floor. <laughs> the floating which... in space didn't matter. Was made no sense. No, and you couldn't tell. Uh, supposedly, in the in the world of this movie, by looking at the screen, it you was didn't, so realistic. You didn't know if you were looking at the TV screen or a real person. Yeah. So those were the two qualities we had to establish in the beginning in order mm-hmm. to have the action sequence at the end. Yes. Which, which has been done previously in a hall of mirrors, right? In like numerous films. <laughs> seems like you I'm probably could be th- if the tallest building in the world and that was where the climax action sequence <laughs> took place again it could have taken any 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 hall of mirrors anywhere in space except for the part where height. you blew a hole in the floor and then somebody fell through it. i mean all you need is like three stories <laughs> and 
you're gonna hurt someone. But we by have three hundred doing... stories, so tall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was, it was a big goofy action movie. Yeah, I was. I mean, I yeah, it was a big goofy, goofy in good ways. Yeah, um, no, I mean, still, like Dwayne Johnson brings a lot to the role. Yeah. He he brings it up a lot more than I think it would be with someone less of his caliber. Mm-hmm. Um, I think part of that's also his experience with, like, not just comedy, but also, like, the Fast and the Furious franchise, which which has always been sort of this blend, or at least recently been this blend action, of, like, action. Comedy. And just a hair self-aware. Yeah, yeah. Because um, he, he sold a lot of it. Because <laughs> uh, there, there wasn't a lot to the script. No. Bare bones action. I'm still not entirely sure what the goal of the villains was. Well, the the billionaire had a, something like a USB stick, yeah, memory stick with all of the cartels, like everything about the cartel and their connections and whatnot. Okay, in a special safe, and that was the original. And if for some reason the original des- was destroyed, the copies he made wouldn't exist anymore. anymore yeah again it was like i don't quite understand it also his penthouse was like not at the top no, of the building and the i was, was confused <laughs> well because then they show the outside of the lights on of where the penthouse was yeah. it wasn't quite at the top yeah it still had Ways like at go. least 10 stories <laughs> And I don't think the penthouse was ten stories tall, so no. I, I just was confused by some of the visual That's where language. It was safest? I don't know. I also I was noticing um not to get like super nitpicky, but I never felt like we were very high up. Like I never bought like with with a movie like this, like you want to sell the height to a certain right. extent. Um and I feel like we rarely got the visual storytelling that made us feel like we were really high up. He looked down a lot when he was climbing on the outside of the building. Yeah. But he couldn't really, like, there was no sense of scale. Yes. Like, is this as far down? Because as far as the Empire State Building, like, that's high enough where I yeah. get really kind of queasy looking down. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't tell. Yeah. yeah. This one is three times as high as the Empire and it didn't, State Building. It didn't feel monumentally taller. Right. Um, which, like, I was thinking about, like, other movies that take place in tall things, and I was reminded of Man on Wire, which have you ever yeah. seen? I've seen the documentary, yeah. not the, like, I haven't feature seen the, film. The, yeah, the, the Joseph Gordon-Levitt one apparently did some really cool stuff with 3D that made that really work. Mm-hmm. But even, like... The, the documentary, I feel like, did a good job of making me feel how tall the top of the buildings were. I don't remember. That's I can't okay. say. But, yeah. Um, I guess it was documentaries so you use real footage, too. <laughs> As opposed to soundstage footage with green screens everywhere, which is what this movie was clearly filmed on. Yes. Yes. Um, a lot of visual artists at the end. Yes. <laughs> and, and Dwayne Johnson just climbing the outside of a building with duct tape on his hands. Yeah. <laughs> That was, that was the silliest one. It was. It was silly. It it worked for me in a very MacGyverish sort of way. Yeah, yeah. Like he used duct tape repeatedly. That was one of the jokes. Yeah, was like duct tape fixes everything. If not, if duct tape doesn't fix it. Use more duct tape. Yeah, um, which was cute. <laughs> Again, if you told me the guy that wrote Dodgeball wrote that line, I would have been disappointed. <laughs> couldn't do better because he could. You could make that funnier. Yeah. 
Um, I also did notice, um, not a bad thing, but it's an interesting thing, how Chinese-influenced this film was. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You could tell that they were going for the Chinese market. And then Wikipedia yeah. tells me that it was released in Beijing before it was yeah. released in the and it was, it was like a summer release, which was a huge deal in China. Like, U.S. movies don't get that, usually. Yeah. Uh, of course, the whole thing took place in China. Well, in Hong, Hong Kong. Kong. It is China. It is China. It's complicated, but yes. Um, it took place in Hong Kong. A significant number of, I suspect, pretty well-known Chinese actors, but I don't know that because yeah. I don't know Chinese actors very film. well. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know the yeah. film scene there. But my my gut was going like, I bet these are like the Dwayne Johnsons of of certain Chinese areas, and and I could be wrong. I could be right. I don't know. Well, and a significant amount of Mandarin and Cantonese spoken. Yes. So. Yeah, um, because that was clearly this target audience for this film. Um, in a, in a large way, like yeah. obviously they wanted to make money in the U.S. too, but the Chinese potential movie going on um, audience, there's the word, yeah. is you know three to four times the U.S. Right, and we're seeing that more and more mm-hmm. in in the U.S. Films. Well, because it's hard to get movies released in China from Hollywood, yeah, due to a number of reasons, censorship being one of those, you know, translatability being another. Um, you know, China China has its own film industry and. Mm-hmm. They want to watch Chinese films. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so trying to break into that market. Um, so I suspect it was very successful on that with, with such a huge release. Um, I liked that Johnson's character was actually competent the whole time. Like, he made, like, physics-defying mistakes most of Not mistakes, but, like, choices, like jumping off of the building right right yeah. so the thing when this came out and the movie poster there's like a, a still shot of the poster is yes, leaping from a crane, crane to into the building and all the mathematicians on the internet were like whoa wait wait <laughs> the arc is on <laughs> wait like gravity is the only thing working on him right now and he's gonna he miss that he is not gonna get in that window <laughs> so we got to see yeah, he made it. He made it into the window. He did. He did make it into the window. He jumped from the crane into, into the, the window, the broken window. Yeah, which was just just a little goofy. But the whole movie is just a little goofy. So oh, yeah. I can't I can't yeah. fault it for all all, all of the stunts he pulls. Mm-hmm. And, um, I want to talk about Nev Campbell. Yeah. She was fun in this. <laughs> she was fun. I saw, I saw them taking a little bit. I was still kind of annoyed. That it was still a wife role in an yeah. action movie. Yeah. They were trying to kind of, like, update and give her some agency. She was a Navy surgeon, mm-hmm. so clearly, like, she's seen combat. She's mm-hmm. going to be competent in... And not, displays not that, that competence. wives are yeah. not competent in no. these action films. Um, but, yeah, she can take care of herself. She's mm-hmm. taking care of the kids. She can fight. Uh, smart. Yeah. And and does all of those things until she gets kicked out of the movie. Yeah. Well, she saves every. Yes. She saves every. She saves the building. She saves the building. Yes. She saves the building. Um, and she, she can. She speak, reboots it. Um, Cantonese or Mandarin? They're both in it. I don't know. I don't which, know which one she was speaking. Um, yes. Um, yeah. No. They. They. I. I appreciated that they did at least that much. Yes. That. It, that. Like. Oh, he's got to go on this rescue mission to rescue his family. 
and his family is competent enough to start rescuing themselves when things go wrong. Yes. Like they're not just huddled in a corner waiting for something to happen. Right. And they're not hostages the whole time. Yeah. There's there's a, a journey there. So they were trying to do stuff. But the whole film is cliche. So it was it was still just a struggling and with that. I was yeah. still like wife character. Yes. In, still um, still wife character. It's wife. But they tried to do something with the characterization, yeah. which is yeah. something. Yeah. Um, oh, that was another thing I wrote down. I did the math, and by did the math, I mean Googled the answer. Um, when he was dropping his wife in the elevator. Oh. Yeah, talking about one of those, like, physics-defining... Yeah. Uh, the, his math was actually pretty good. Like, oh. the, the way it was filmed made it, like, questionable, but for the how high they up they were... Um, like Wait, so, so the way he rescues his wife and, oh, yeah. and his son <laughs> is they are uh, there's fire everywhere, uh-huh. and he puts them in the elevator, which is kind of like they're in an open area, garden space, yeah. and it's in the elevator's in a tube, and apparently that's fire sealed. Yes, tube, and he cuts the brake line on the elevator to drop the elevator past the fire line because uh-huh. the fire line starts at like the ninety sixth floor, so yes. they're still plenty of room below and then instructs her to pull the handbrake when they pass the fire line yeah basically well it was it was count to five Five. and then pull it yeah and i'm like that's an oddly specific thing for him to know um i went and looked up a graph on like fall rates for you know bodies in motion and earth's gravity and they were roughly 300 feet up because they were at about the 100th floor um and that's about a six second drop in free fall Mm. so the like count to five and then pull the handbrake was actually kind of solid. Wow. <laughs> so they did some math there. Somebody did some math but there. But not on the arc of him no, jumping. No, that one did. did no, we had to make the poster look cool. Yeah. <laughs> but I was, I was impressed but that, that someone somewhere did a calculation or got real lucky. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, I know just enough about elevators to know that you can't just cut the cable and then they will free fall. Yep. Um, Th- that seemed like a serious design flaw. All is. he needed <laughs> flaw. All he needed was an axe, <laughs> and he could just swing it and cut yeah. the. It is a real serious design flaw, line. which is why elevators don't work. That yeah. I'm always reminded when I see elevators in free fall in any movie. Uh, there was an episode of MythBusters where they tried to test the myth that if oh if you jump at the last second you'll you won't die. Um, the hardest part of testing that myth was getting an elevator to drop in free fall. <laughs> because there were so... Like, they had an abandoned building so with an elevator in it, but there were so many safety precautions and fail-safe after fail-safe that, like, getting it to just drop in free fall was almost impossible. <laughs> Which I've always been found, like, oh, that's really interesting. Um, because there were so many backup redundancies to keep that from happening. And so I feel safer in elevators now. Well, yeah, speaking of fail-safes to the, yeah. the conceit that he had, he was given <laughs> access to, because his job is to check security and fire uh-huh. systems. So they can get the building insured. Um, and they give him biometric access to the thing, the fire security system yeah. to check it. And the fact that getting into that little iPad could then just turn it things off. Yeah, no, there's no fails. It should not have passed the safety inspection. Like, <laughs> shove more steps. Because yeah, 
well, there was a hacker involved who got in and turned things off too. But essentially, all they needed to do was, was to get an iPad. iPad and turn turn yeah. off all the fire safety if, fail safe. If he was an actual security consultant, he would have said, "This right here is why you're failing." Yeah. I guess their uh, their fire safety was actually a little bit like the Titanic. Like it was supposed to seal off a floor that was on fire. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so that it didn't get yeah. any anymore, which I don't know if that's how fire works. And also the fact that they can turn the fire off at the end of they don't turn it off, but they turn <laughs> on the fire system that sprays carbon dioxide down on yes. it, and, and then the whole fire goes out. Yeah, doesn't seem like uh, with all the windows. Yeah, I have. I have. No I, I have idea. structural questions too. Like, if that much half the building was on fire, wouldn't have something have fallen down? I, I suspect Actually, so. I suspect it would have had like some the problems. top of the building <laughs> would have fallen over. Yes, that was my fear as well. Um, but we didn't do that. Luckily, no, no. Yeah, relatively low body count for the movie too. Like the bad guy, the, the faceless goons die a lot. Yeah, well, they didn't have anybody above, like, the 96th yeah. floor, and then they everybody was able to evacuate below. I think that's one of the things that tied into it not feeling very big to me. Right, they're not huge amounts of people. Yeah, lives like, if you stake. tell me there's a movie about a skyscraper, like, the tallest building in the world, like, having a diehard moment, I a little bit expect the size of the people in the building to be something to take into consideration. Um. Oh, I know what another physics question I had, yeah. too. So they were worried about the helicopter being able to get to the top. Because of the because superheated air. Superheated air. Yet the villain's plans were for this entire building to be on fire, uh-huh. to jump off the roof with parachutes. Yes. Wouldn't they have problems with the superheated air as well as fire sparks? Great question. Probably? <laughs> Probably. That doesn't seem like a good plan to me. To uh, no, it doesn't. The whole escape. thing seemed convoluted at best. Yeah, I don't know why most of them had to be in the building for the like after the fire was set. They had to go get the device. Did all of them have to go get it. Well, they had they to like the... overtake the billionaire's security team. Yeah. Make sure he didn't get to his escape helicopter. Except they have an inside man who was doing that. I I mean, yeah. There there are a lot there of was, we had the, lot the of questions. late game betrayals. Actually a surprisingly uh at first many holes were poking through, not so many for no. a movie no. like it this. could have been much worse. And in the moment I didn't care much at all. Mm-hmm. I was just along for the ride. Because, yeah. Oh, yeah, I wrote, yeah, the, that tablet should definitely have an auto lock on it. Because they unlock it with his face, Mm-mm. and then it just stays unlocked for the rest of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a poor security feature, too. And also that he's. Dwayne Johnson is the one blamed for starting the fire because he had access to turning the security system uh-huh. off. That was. That was silly. But we had to add in conflict and make sure he mm-hmm. couldn't just go back into the building easily. Yeah. Well, and I'm having the, the, the fire control system a mile away or five miles away or whatever it was didn't make it more or less secure to me. I didn't, I didn't understand why it was over there other than to have another place for conflict. Yeah, yeah. 
Another question I had. <laughs> also, that was really easy to break into. Yeah. They shot one guy. <laughs> yeah, and then they maybe came in the that doors. should also be more <laughs> secure. Like, they shot one guard, and then they came in and were able to kill everybody else. Like, that seems real insecure. A lot of, a lot of problems. Yeah. They probably shouldn't insure the building. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I don't think they should insure that building. It's actually not very safe at all. No. <laughs> yeah, I wrote, what's the point of the big room? <laughs> I don't know. To make a final action sequence in a high-tech room of mirrors yeah. on the top of a building. Oh, yeah, that was another one. Again, if the building's so secure, how come there aren't any alarms and people are breaking through the foundation? Yeah. <laughs> Was also a silly shot when they break through the foundation and the, the maintenance the worker below is looking, through the hole. is looking through the hole and at their state like it's being filmed like it's gonna be scary there's gonna yeah. be something scary through the hole and he doesn't see anything and then all of a sudden his arm comes yeah. out grabs him that arm was he would have seen someone moving into with that arm first that's all i'm saying um Yeah, that's not how encryption works. <laughs> oh, the hacker guy was like, I encrypted this, so I'm the only one who can unencrypt it. Um, and I was like, well, that's not, like, really how encryption works. It's like, he was saying, like, it's my code, and so only I know how to sol- solve it. Yeah. But, like, good encryption doesn't work like that. And I don't want to have to yeah. get into the explanation of it, but, like, the best encryption, everybody knows how it works. But it works in such a way that even knowing how it works means you can't break it. Right. Because Apple doesn't know how to get into its encrypted data. And so, like, being like, I'm the only one who can solve this. Yeah. But apparently the solution to getting back back to the system, (laughs) just restart the iPad. He wasn't that great of a a hacker that he didn't think about that. I guess it was an iPad. It was the system on. (laughs) They turned the system off. Yes. If they turned the iPad off, it probably would have locked. They would need another <laughs> biometric scan. Uh, holding the bridge steady. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was, I don't was, even know if that was, like, a thing. Yeah, Dwayne Johnson was... The bridge was broken in the middle, and his wife need, needed to get across. To get their kid. So he just pulled on the cables, cables to hold the bridge together. <laughs> long enough yeah i don't know i don't know what he was doing there like i don't know what he was pulling part of the floor up back up so she could get across but he was like pulling it's like pulling up the bridge by itself like he's standing on the thing that he's pulling up i mean we'd seen so many impossible feats (laughs) by that moment but we both laughed yeah it's the it's the by your bootstraps of it you can't actually pull oneself up by your bootstrap but he was pulling himself he was pulling the bridge up that he was standing on by holding it well, up. Well, he'd already seen all of his arm strength. Like, he climbed up the side of the yeah, train. he was he very did the, arm like, strength. monkey bars at the top. Yes. They're not actually monkey bars. <laughs> that's basically the monkey bars. He was doing, like, his yeah. arm strength had been established. It had. It had. I appreciate also... He pulled also himself up the building on a rope. On, on Dwayne Johnson's physicality. Um, I appreciate that um, he didn't have one of his legs. Like, the lower half of his leg was a character trait, sort of. 
He had lost it in accident, yes. so it's a prosthetic. Yeah. Now it was a below-the-knee prosthetic, which meant that as long as he was wearing pants, the movie ignored it 95% of the time. Yeah, a couple of times it comes about a plot device yes. of something that's causing him trouble mm-hmm. in his dangerous situations mm-hmm. or the thing that saves him. Yes. <laughs> Both hands. So. Um, but it's cool having, you know, Dwayne Johnson playing a disabled character. Kind of neat. Kind of disabled. Kind of disabled. Again, he's Dwayne Johnson still, and but you know. But I'm at least glad some he he had been a like SWAT. Yeah, he worked FBI, for the FBI. But I'm glad in the ten years between him leaving the FBI and being a security uh-huh. consultant, he kept up all his combat training and yeah. um, workouts so that so he could climb a building. He could climb a building and uh, save. Save his family. Well, that's how security consultants work. They they lift heavy things and then put them back down to test security. I don't think that was. <laughs> I read a fantastic story about um, a security consultant doing um, penetration testing, which is something that they do. They'll you say like say for example we're a prison and we want to see how easy it is to, for someone to get into this prison. What you doing, kitty? Um, and so usually they work with teams, and they sort of try and find the vulnerabilities and go on tasks. And they're authorized to do all of this. They're not just breaking into places. Are you going to pee in there? We have a cat who's having peeing and everything right now. It's a, not such a cute trait. Oh, I found. Hey, there's a calendar. <laughs> Really three months behind. It's our 2020 calendar. Yeah. Cool. It was in that box she almost peed on. Felicity. Anyway, a guy who was a penetration tester had his mother break into a prison by pretending to work for the food <laughs> safety inspectors. Um... And she's supposed to go in and out in, like, 15 minutes. And she was there for, like, an hour and a half. Um, like, just with full rain, like, wandering all over the place unsupervised. Uh-oh. Um, she even managed to get um, a thumb drive into the warden's computer, which then uploaded all of his documents to the penetration tester team back home. Um, I thought that was real fun. They didn't reveal in the story what prison it was, but it has since closed. <laughs> I bet that mother was having fun. Oh yeah, she, like, she like, talked about it. it. Was like this was it was such a great idea. Like she's like, I really wanted to do this. It was super cool because she'd work in, worked in the food industry for a long time. Uh, so she knew how to fake being a food inspector. Um, and so she wandered around with a clipboard yeah. and a badge that they made. <laughs> it was like surprise inspection. And they're like, oh okay, come on through. <laughs> that was not. Johnson's role. No. He was just going to evaluate the computer system yeah. security. Although I think a building like this, you need some penetration testing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, hey, if someone wanted to, I don't know, break into your security room five miles away, could they do that by killing one guard? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Important questions. Yeah. Meow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, Dwayne Johnson got to bu- got a bust out of sword. That was fun. When I don't in even the, remember in the final, this. like when they were 
doing the hostage exchange, and he's like, I'll give you the thing if you give me my kid back. And then he pulled a sword out of his pants and, like, chopped a guy's head off. Okay. I kind of remember that. I promise you I, I remember the head coming off. That's because Dwayne Johnson how. busted out a sword. I guess I was just so mesmerized by all the action. I just went in a little trance there. Yeah. I'm like, well, I guess, yeah, why not? He's got a sword. He's got a sword now. That's cool. And then I think he picked up a gun from one of the guys he killed, and so he had a gun. But, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, Hall of Mirrors, but make it goofier. <laughs> also, why does it work like that was my question about the Hall of Mirrors. Because you would, like, look at one of the mirrors. Like, in a normal Hall of Mirrors, there's lots of reflections that are making you be able to see people from different perspectives. Right. Um, but in this case, it was like there were cameras everywhere that were showing displays of everyone from different angles. And I'm like, why? Like, are the camera displays consistent? Do they change? See, I just went back to the beginning and I was like, what is the purpose of <laughs> yes. these screens? That is what purpose a really do they good serve? question. And I don't know the answer. And why... The whole thing about Hall of Mirrors is you're looking for the body, not the reflection. And yeah. you know it's a reflection. Yeah. But this is like, you can't tell if it's a body or the reflection. Yeah, it could be either one. But some people could figure it out and knew who was what and where. Well, but, but some it didn't couldn't. work at the very end because the bad guy thought he had... Well, yes. Uh, Dwayne Johnson in his sights. And then Johnson's like, no. Which means that Johnson I'm knew the other... Which you. means Johnson knew the other guy was really there. Yeah. To know that he was behind him. Yeah. <laughs> so he had solved the mystery in some way. It's because he had early access and saw yeah. that these panels existed. Out, Don't bite me. No! Stop well, she it. made it almost through the whole thing without biting. Don't bite. Don't bite Amy either. Got anything else on your I, list? Of, I don't uh, have much. Uh, where did the big TV screen come from? At one point, there was a giant crowd of people watching a giant TV screen of Dwayne Johnson climbing the building. Oh, I figured it was like something like Times Square in okay. Hong Kong where they are gathered that could be. to see that. Well, they were screen. watching the building fall or catch on fire first. Yes. They all gathered well, for that. Well, they could see both the screen and the Yeah. the building. That was that was all I thought about. Uh, nighttime panda feeding, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't get to see any pandas though. Well, that was... No, no pandas. No pandas. Also, I was trying to figure out why... So there's the scene where the the maintenance guys run into the family. And they're like, oh, we didn't think anyone was here. We're doing maintenance on the phone lines. And they were wearing, like, those maintenance suits to make them look like they worked for maintenance. Mm-hmm. If the building was supposed to be empty, why did they need disguises? In case it wasn't. Okay. <laughs> but also, if they planned on killing whoever saw them, then they didn't really need Yeah. If it wasn't empty. 
I don't know. Questions? Well, then when they sprayed all the fire material and then took off their masks. I think what we're going to discover yeah. is that it's harder to write an action film than you think it oh, is. Oh, absolutely. That's, I think that's why the best ones are so good. Yeah. Is because they don't leave you with all these questions. Yeah. And the, the mediocre ones are just okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say, I enjoyed this a lot more than I liked Jumanji, as far as the, like, the last oh, Dwayne yeah. Johnson movie we yeah, watched. Yeah, no, it was, it, was more, it was definitely more entertaining yeah. to me. I, I was went into my trance, didn't yeah. get sword. That's all I got. You got anything fun you want to say? Uh, I think those are most of my fun things. Okay. It was a fun movie. It was silly. It was a fun fun movie. It's exactly what we wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Fun, mindless popcorn movie. Oh, we didn't eat any popcorn. No, we didn't. But if we had, it would have been... It would have been appropriate. Good popcorn movie. Yeah. Well, say goodnight, Amy. Good night, Amy.